Hey guys, welcome back to Sticky Sports Side. I'm Phil. And I'm Noah. This podcast contains heavy bias, bad sports takes, usually by me, occasional yelling, degeneracy, and rarely facts to back it up. Welcome to the sticky side of sports. Let's hop on this gravy train. We're back with another episode of Sticky Sports Side. This will be our New Year's Eve sticky edition. Phil, why don't you tell everyone about our socials real quick? Socials, guys. We got Instagram and TikTok. Um, TikTok is sticky underscore sport underscore side. And our Instagram is just sticky sports side, guys. Go give us a follow. Interact with us. We love to hear from you guys. Um, We love um, any interaction we can have with y'all. All right, Noah. Hey, this is is about our 10th episode and still er, Phil can still not get our socials cracked. Just switch those two guys. Sticky underscore sport underscore side as our Instagram and sticky sports side. All one word will be our TikTok. To be honest, all they have to do is look up sticky sports side on any yeah. social media and they will find us. So, oh, yeah, exactly. All no, that's right. All you guys what is on the docket today? Because we have a ton to discuss for our New Year special, guys. This is all for you guys. So, New Year special. We're getting around the time NFL playoffs are getting into full gear. We're trying to figure out who's in and who's not. And then it's bowl season as well. We're going to start off with a little bit of NCAA basketball. It's been hit or miss here the last couple of weeks, um, and we will not be getting into NHL today because it, the season was postponed until about yesterday, so there's not a whole lot to talk about. This is Bill, very true. ton of postponements in NHL. There's been a lot of postponements in um, basketball as well, so that's why there's not too much to talk about. Uh, what I want to start with is Baylor's still the number one team in the country, still 11-0. and uh, Nothing crazy there. Uh, Noah, what like what do you think so far with these new rankings out? Um, yeah, Baylor definitely deserves that one seed right now. They've been playing very well. Had a tough test against Oregon about a week ago. Um, ended up pulling that one out a little bit comfortably there at the end. Mm-hmm. We only have four undefeated teams left. Two of them have dropped in the last week in Arizona and LSU. Five, um, five. You're forgetting about my team of destiny last week. No, no it's, four. it's Baylor, USC, Iowa State, and Colorado State. I'm looking at LSU, who's 12 and... Oh, wait, LSU just lost. Oh. Yeah, LSU just lost last night. Dang. And they lost badly, didn't it? Wasn't it like by 15 or something like that? Yeah, they lost by 15 to Auburn. Yeah, that's a good win for Auburn, though. Solid. Great great one for them. They're a solid team this year. Very true. Uh, the biggest surprise to me, maybe not Colorado State. I know they are your team of destiny. They haven't played like the strongest schedule. So okay, you back I, I will off say of losing um, Evan Mobley last year, USC is still very surprising that they're undefeated this far into the year. I mean, um, keep in mind, we've still mostly only done non-conference except for like one or two games because of these postponements. So, I mean, anything like you see right now, a lot is going to change. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um once Duke goes into the meat of the ACC schedule, even though the ACC isn't super strong, that's going to change. I think Purdue's got a couple of losses along the way. Um, I think Gonzaga will probably roll because they're not in the strongest conference to begin with. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's basically all I have for this. Um, one thing I do want to say is out of the undefeated teams left, Iowa State is the only one who I think has a glaring weakness, which their shooting can be very, very cold. They have an elite defense which is why they're 12-0, and 0, but there are games that they just can't shoot. Like, I think they won a game, what was it, like 49 to like 37 against a very poor team. Oh, so. yeah. We, we, we thought 16 was a lock in that game, and then they only ended up putting up like 16 points in the entire second half. 
Yeah. So, um, it, 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 I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, as a top team, uh, they need to figure out their offense. So, that's for sure if they want to get anywhere. Absolutely. Um, we'll just get into one more topic. Um, Phil, there's a large discrepancy between obviously some of the bigger conferences and then the Big East. The Big East has very solid teams throughout it. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, every team has a winning record in the Big East right now. I Since you brought up the Big East, is Providence and Seton Hall are both in the Big East, right? Or am I wrong? Yes, they both are. And they just played, and that was a huge matchup, and Providence just beat Seton Hall um, by five. So uh, Providence is going to keep jumping up the rankings as a surprise team, 12-1. and one. I mean, Providence has had good basketball teams, but this good, not really ever. So Exactly. And you have teams in there. There's uh, currently four teams ranked in there. but The Big East might have like six or seven teams in the tournament this year, which is like yeah. that hasn't happened recently. So that's kind no, of wild. That's it's very good for a conference, especially a yeah. conference that isn't a Power 5 one. So. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. All right let's, uh, let's get right into our bread and butter here with some uh, some college football. Ooh, I love um, it. I love it. I love it. Let's, hey, hey, well, you want to start out with our, uh, our new segment? Yes. Um, guys, new segment for you. Who's hot and who's not? So, Ooh. Noah, I, I'm going to start with you. Who's hot? All right. So I think we're going to flip-flop this every week, guys. But for this week, I'm going to do who's hot. Phil's going to do who's not. My hot picks right now, my hot teams, are the bowl game overs. Phil and I just looked at this a little bit ago. And and I know bowl games are games to run up the scores, to run some trick plays, high-powered offenses, bad defenses. Um, they're hitting at about a 70 to 75% clip so far in the bowl games. Yep. We just had a game here in Tennessee that we'll dive into here shortly that ended at 93 points. 93, that's an insane amount. Um, yes. I agree I, I agree with Noah. Right now they're hitting at about 75%. Obviously that's a rough guesstimate, but we just went through it. And of the bowl games, I think there's only eight or nine out of like the 30 that have been played so far that have not went over. So... Um, who knows if that comes down to earth here in the next couple weeks or whatever, or the next week, I should say. Um, but, I mean, honestly, insanely hot. Insanely hot. Phil. Yes. yes I'm sir. hot. You're not this week. Who's the teams that are not hot? It's, it doesn't have to be teams. It can be a team. But I'm going with an entire conference this week, guys. The SEC football, not hot. They're 1-5. Um, after Tennessee's loss by three points to Purdue, which, you know, anybody would tell you that's not great. Big Ten's 3-0. Um, their only win in the SEC, right, was, uh, you told me, South Carolina, who was playing a wide receiver at quarterback. So, Gamecocks. All I'm going to say is South Carolina is y'all savior, savior, savior right now. And savior. They carry your conference. Yeah, I mean, if Alabama Alabama's and Georgia don't show out, in the playoff, you guys are irrelevant. I'm just going to – I said Mark it. it down right now. Cincinnati versus Michigan because no SEC team is going to win besides South Carolina. I mean, I love the ballsy take. Oh, I'm, I'm just not sure uh, I can do that. But that's fine. I, I want Cincinnati to win so bad. Uh, well, I mean, I think we all do. I think if it was just the will of, like, the community that – <laughs> we would just pick Cincinnati to get through. Um, uh, yeah, so wants David beat Goliath. 
so that's who's hot and who's not this week. Uh, we'll do that every week, and we'll probably just flip-flop and have Noah and I pick. Uh, but I do want to go back to that Purdue-Tennessee game that scored 93 points. Purdue won in overtime, 48-45. to Insane game. Honestly, best bowl game by far, um, so far, in this bowl season. And Michigan yeah. State and Pitt are playing right now, and I'm not really watching, but it's 10-7, to so I don't see how that could be very entertaining. But, yeah. It's, it's not going to be a super high-scoring game. I could see it being close. Um, the only other game that I think this could really match up with so far, that Northern Illinois Coastal game, like the first weekend, was yeah, but like, that was a very good bowl game. But if we want to talk about like high quality football, I mean, does it qualify? Yeah. That that's the thing. Two poorest defenses in that one, which obviously Tennessee and Purdue played poorest defense, but there was also some really high level offense that like they would have scored touchdowns on a lot of defenses. That's my point. Um. There were no drives that I think were scoring drives that lasted over like five minutes, which is insane to see in a football game. Every scoring drive was less than like two minutes. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was all fast paced, all pedal to the metal. It was kind of crazy. I mean, I didn't get to watch the whole game. I got to watch like the last five minutes because I was obviously working full time job, right? But, um, uh, you know, you know me. I had my game cast on, and like it seemed like every two minutes, someone was scoring a touchdown, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, uh, two high-powered offenses running. They were running quick today. Like every play was within ten seconds of the tackle. There, there was not. They were on the hurry up. Not much downtime in this game. And I just looked. The longest drive was five minutes and seventeen seconds, and that was on a um, turnover on downs drive. So that wasn't even a scoring drive, and that was their longest drive. That's crazy. Uh, Noah, before, and this is like a quick change of pace, I just wanted to allow our fans to know, on my Twitter, by the way, give me a follow, um, at Phil Burzo, um, Sam Houston State, I I might be getting blocked by them soon. They were talking, they, ha- they put out like a promotional video about like their journey to the playoffs and the national title. The issue is, they didn't go to the national title. They got upset in the first round. So, of course, I quoted that tweet, and I said, you guys got upset in the first round as a one seed. What journey? Question mark. You know, I'm just here to keep everybody honest. So Sometimes sometimes they need to learn the truth in order to get good. Um, Sam Houston State, embarrassment to the Bearcats with a K. Um, they're no longer the Bearcats with a K in my book. Hey, they're going to get renamed tomorrow. They're honestly just going to be the cat soon, and it's a C, and that's it. Yeah. Bears are bears are way too savage for what they did on the football field, so they will be the cats. Yeah. How about we just named it the Pussy Cats? Come on, I am kind of okay with that. Uh, I am fully expecting for Sam Houston State to block me soon, which is fine because I think they only have like ten thousand students there. Not worried about it. Uh, what I will, what I am worried about though, and no, I know you are too is these games we have the next couple days. These bowl games, there is some big, big, big time matchups, and I cannot wait to dive into it. Oh, yeah, we got um, – tonight we have one bowl game. Like Phil said, we got the Pitt-Michigan State game on Which right Michigan now. Which Michigan State's up 10-7, right? Yeah, there's yeah. tomorrow, five on Saturday. Big and time. And then one more after that, and then that's the bowl season. Yes, but these next two days, I mean, it is the biggest. This is when you have the big names in football pretty much all playing. So 
This is going to be crazy. Um, we like the first matchup uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Wake Forest Rutgers, right? Rutgers is a five and seven team um, playing ten and three Wake Forest. Yeah. <laughs> so I, if you wanna you wanna put your opinion on that, you can go ahead. I mean, if you guys weren't aware, um, usually the bowl season is only given to teams that win at least six games. So usually that's about 500. Um, I know some some teams for some reason play 13. That's not common, but I know that's happened before. Uh, but yeah, Rutgers is a five and seven team that only got the invite because run my mind up of who was supposed to play against them. Uh, they were for Wake Forest. Yes. Uh, Wake Forest was originally supposed to play. Oh shoot, I don't even remember. That's how quickly they're out of my memory. But it was yeah. definitely it was definitely an eight win team. So yeah. <laughs> much they're different than what they have. A decent team. Wake Forest, as we know, has no defense. Sam Hartman's a great quarterback, though one of the most prolific offenses in the NBA this year. Um, Rutgers, they can put up points, so I do expect them to put up at least like. What do you mean, dude? Rutgers' offense is way below average. I mean, it it's, is. No, it's below. No, average. but I'm saying. For the caliber of defense they're going to play tomorrow, um, Big Ten defenses are the best in the country. I don't want anyone to say SEC defenses. There's like one or two that are good, and then the rest of them are middling or bad. So wait, are we smashing the over then? Over 62? Are we smashing the over then? Um, I think Rutgers puts up at least 20, and I could see Wake Forest putting a 50 bomb right on their ass. I think Rutgers Um, could probably put up in the mid-20s. Love the over. Love minus 16 in that game tomorrow. If anyone thinks this is going to be within two scores, they I will tell you you're crazy to your face. Um, I love the over. I don't know if I love the minus 16. I feel like it's a trap line. I really do. I've, I've thought about it recently, and I know I told you like a day or two ago that I love the line. But like the like that just seems like a trap line. I, I can see a Rutgers backdoor cover, especially with Wake Forest's defense. Especially if like they're up three touchdowns, let's say. Okay. Do you really think Wake Forest defense, who's already bad, isn't going to allow a, you know a backdoor cover? You know what I'm saying? I, I I think even if they give up points late in the game, they're already up by like 40. So I I don't think that they're matters. not going to be up by 40. I guarantee you, their defense is not good enough to ever be up by 40. <laughs> Um, that's very true uh, we'll see that will just be an ode to the Big Ten if Rutgers is able to keep that game close uh, yeah I mean there's a reason Wake Forest did not win the ACC and they're a former team of destiny so I'm not going to throw super amount of shade at them um, but yeah. their offense has been entertaining all year Sam Hartman's been crazy um, his offensive output's been um, like unreal um, I will, as a segue, though, take that into my team at Destiny this week before we hop into the next bowl game. It is the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Five and seven. Sure. Listen here. No, five and seven. Th- their season was done a week ago, right? Now they're playing Wake Forest. They're the real winners of this whole bowl season, right? How in the heck did Rutgers get in the Gator Bowl at five and seven? That's, that's insane to me. And they're playing the ACC runner-ups. I think Rutgers is the real winner of bowl season, no matter what happens in this game. Team of Destiny, five and seven, best team, best five and seven team of all time. Calling it now. No, what do you think? You just, you just made me throw up in my mouth a little bit. So you think Rutgers wins this game tomorrow? No, I, I, all I said is Rutgers. No, I don't think that's not what I said. I said Rutgers is the best five and destiny and then say they're going to lose. the. I didn't say they're going to lose. All I said is that they're the real winners of bowl season. (laughs) 
Dude, they're disgusting. They were sitting at home on the couch a week ago, dude. And now they're playing a 10-3 and team, a top 25 team, in the Gator Bowl on New Year's Eve. They're, they're, all I'm saying is, there you have it, folks. Phil is literally giving his expert opinion on you to pick Rutgers, Rutgers money straight line. up tomorrow. It's R- plus 500. Put a minimum of $100 down on it. No, will not no, 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 no. Fuck that. Put your mortgage on it, okay? Put your freaking Mort- mortgage on Mort- it. Mortgage on Rutgers tomorrow, guys. Okay. Uh, um, the, uh, the next uh, bowl game we have, actually. But by the way, guys, Team of Destiny, Rutgers, if they win, you heard it here first. Make me go viral. Um, Washington State Central Michigan uh, is in Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Um, what a name. I know, right? Uh, Central Michigan, the Chippewas, man. I love them in this matchup. Plus seven. I would take them in the points. What do you think? I would definitely do that. I know we were talking a little bit about this earlier. Yeah. I do like the Chippewas covering in this. Washington State, bad Pac-12. Pac-12 is bad every year. Um, they're they're okay. Don't get me wrong. They're not a bad team. Yeah. Seven wins even in a Power 5 conference isn't the easiest feat to do. Um, but, yeah, take the I take the Chippewas here in the Tony the Tiger Bowl. To quote Tony, they're great. I just sounded like a pirate. Do not quote me on that. Dude, that did not sound like Tony the Tiger at all, but hilarious. Great. Central Michigan plus seven, guys. Lock it in. Um, That's going to be awesome. Oh, I do not know the over-under for that game, but uh, it's 57 and a half. You know what it is? 57 and a half. Okay. um, Yeah, I'm not too confident in that. I know Central Michigan can put up points. Oh, Washington State can too, but uh, I actually love the over in that game, believe it or not. Oh, okay. I mean, both offenses average, uh, I think Washington State puts up, especially against bad teams, which bad teams in the Pac-12 have to be equivalent to the MAC, right? Um, yes. Yeah. True. So, and they're putting up 40-45 against bad teams in the Pac-12. They put up 24 against Oregon. Uh, I, I think I think they possibly put up uh, high 30s, low 40s. Uh, then. Uh, I, and I think Central Michigan is going to pull out all the stops. They get to play a Pac-12 team, right? So I think yeah. that I think that's going to be insane. They're going to pull out trick plays. I think Central Michigan will put up over twenty, and I think there's your over. All right. Um, do we want to jump into the two big games tomorrow? Do we want to do the January first games and then hop right back into college football playoff? Uh, I say we do January first games, then hop back because the semifinal, okay. like that. I mean, that's a lot to digest. And don't worry, guys. We will get to the NFL. We'll have a, a tidbit there at the end, probably you know five to ten minutes. It's just college football. This is the biggest time of year for it. So yes. this is this is crunch time. This is big time. This is yeah. big time. This is where Phil makes the big bucks or loses the big yeah. bucks. So here we go. This is this is the equivalent of like the NFL the last two weeks of the season and like the this is the equivalent the of March Madness in basketball. Right. Yes. Yeah. This so. is this is crunch time. Okay. Um. So first game we got our alum Penn State playing Arkansas at noon on the New Year's. Give me day. Penn State money line. Penn State money line all day. Penn State money line is a smart bet. Arkansas plays in the SEC. Their defense isn't that good. Their offense is okay. Penn State had a few opt outs, but nothing too crazy here. Uh, dude, um, no, we had more than a few. We can go ahead. and Okay, discuss. there was a lot. Um, we we had seven starters, I believe, opt out. So. It's gonna suck not watching Jahan Dotson play his, his last game in Dude, NCAA. Here, let me do a quick, have- quick, quick tidbit here. Oh. 
Brisker's out. Okay. That's an All-American. Jahan Dotson, All-American yeah. out. Uh, Arnold Epichetti, out. Um, Derek Tangelo, our other defensive tackle starter, out. I mean, that's four important players on our defense right there. We're already significant downgrade at that point. Um, well, and Jahan Dotson on offense. So. Much. Brandon Smith, out. Ellis Brooks, out. He's good. So that's six guys right there. And that's five defensive starters. We're playing with our backup defense in this game. I'm sorry. We and I think our backup linebackers are still better than Arkansas starters. Uh, I don't know about that, but what I am confident in is Penn State definitely has the athletes even in our, like, uh, too deep. That we're going to give Arkansas every bit of a game. And I, it would not sh- shock me to have James Franklin and these guys play this game like it's the Super Bowl. He's a great motivator. Um, I, I think they find a way to keep it close. And then, I, dude, Penn State money line, I don't know why I'm this confident in it, but I am. I am. And I will yeah. stand. But I will Penn die on State that really sword. Has nothing to lose. They're they're getting a great bowl game, even though they went seven and five. Like no team even had over three wins. That's or besides Arkansas, of course, no other team had over three losses. Um, that's playing on New Year's, and they have five. So I, I do like Penn State to take this game, not because I'm an alumni or anything. I mean that's part of the reason, but I just I do I do like them in this game. Absolutely. Um, Phil, next. One o'clock, we got two matchups. We'll start off with Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. Uh, call me crazy, but I think and first of all, this over is only at forty-five, which is a very low over. But I am not confident in the over at all in this game. Two, two, no, two elite defenses. Oklahoma State doesn't score like that, and neither does Notre Dame. Um, two, two top ten defenses with mediocre offenses. I think this is a recipe for a 2017 game, and I and I truly believe that. I hope it's higher. I mean, I, I you can hope all you want. Um, what do you like, Notre, mean, Notre Dame minus two or Oklahoma State money line or plus two? Um, I think I'm going to take Notre Dame minus two. I know Oklahoma State's got a solid defense. I'm almost certain Spencer Sanders is probably playing. I'm I'm on Notre Dame minus two as well, if that makes any difference. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma State is a good team. They keep games close. But I do think Notre Dame's got the talent to pull this game out. Um, I don't think they're going to blow this team away. No. I I mean, the offenses aren't built to do that. Yeah, it's it's going to be close. It's going to be within, I'd say, 10 points. Um, I could see it anywhere. But obviously two points in a spread, that's basically a win. I know crazier things can happen. They could win by one or two and you'd push. But I do like Notre Dame. Okay. Uh, no about the betting odds. I do like Notre Dame money line in this. Okay, well, Notre Dame, I'm not going to bet the money line because the odds are probably at minus 140. So I would, I would stay away from that. I just, I just meant I not betting money line. I meant just like I like Notre Dame winning this game. And if you are a betting person, well, minus it's two minus two. Like if they're going to win, they're going to win. You know, like shit. Um, that's um, an interesting game. We got ex Penn State quarterback Will Levis back in Kentucky against Iowa. That's also at 1 o'clock. How are we feeling about this matchup? I think Iowa's been overrated all season. Uh, I know the SEC is 1-5, which is awful. Kirk, I, I really don't know how I feel about this game. Low confidence all the way around. But I know Kirk Ferentz will fucking pull out all the trick plays because that's what that little scumbag does. Um, <laughs> and No, I'm serious. He does. He always pulls he out will, fucking trick plays. 
Um, so who knows? Uh, if I had to guess, just straight up, I'd pick Kentucky. But uh, I, I'm not comfortable even with the minus three spread. So <laughs> what do you got? Um, like you said, I I do think there's a big discrepancy. Also, shit, pitch a scored. Um, yeah, that sucks for us. Anyways. I think there's a big discrepancy between Big Ten teams and SEC teams, as we have seen. I'm not. What is what is the line right now? It's three. I um I am honestly more comfortable in the over 44 in this game because I think Kentucky can put up. Uh, some points on this defense and I think Iowa Iowa scores when they have to and I think that's a big telltale sign that they will I mean Kentucky's got a a soft defense what they give up what whoa Kentucky Kentucky has a soft defense do you want to like reconsider that and do some research no they got a soft defense they gave up 17 to Vanderbilt who's the worst team in the SEC they gave up 16 to a Practice squad in New Mexico State. Dude, they probably gave up 16 in, like, garbage time. They won by 40. Jesus. Okay. Okay, keep going. Keep going, though. Okay, they they gave up 13 to Florida, 21 to LSU. Like, dude, that's not bad. 31 to a Mississippi State team that just lost 37 to 7 against a No, no. do you want to make a friendly wager here? How many points do you think Iowa actually scores? I think they score uh, anywhere between 24 and 28. Okay, I think they're going to score less than 24. How much you want to put on it? I'm willing to do it. You're willing to put money on yes. that? Yes, yes, absolutely. We'll ju- we'll, I'm, not going a, I'm not going a whole lot. We'll, um, if you want to, how about we just do out of a pride thing? You can bet the, they're under in points, and I'll bet they're over. Dude, that is gay, first of all, because that's not okay, what I'm, I'm betting. Not going, I'm not going – how about $10? Okay, that's what I'm saying. That's fine. But, like, the over-under for the game is not what Iowa scores. So that's dumb. Okay, I know. I know. But I think Iowa puts up 24 to 28 in this game. No way. Um, So I'm going under 24 on that. Um, All right. Let's see. Uh, We have one more game. Or two more, actually. We got two. We got two. We, we, well, we need to move a little bit quicker here, honestly. So All right. I, this uh, next game, Ohio State's covering four points easy. The, no, there's no reason the line should be this low. Ohio State minus four is a lock. That's my lock of that day. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. I double down. That might be a max play for us. Um, yeah. And then Baylor Ole Miss. I'm not sure how to feel about this game. Baylor does have a great defense. Um but they play in the Big 12. Ole Miss has got that offense. You know Lane Kiffin's going to have trick plays, and he's going to score points. Uh, yeah. Not sure how to feel about it, but if I had to lean, I'd go Ole Miss minus one and a half. I'm, I'm going to lean Ole Miss as well. Baylor does have that great defense, but I don't think they can stick. I don't think their the offense scoring. can keep up if it needed to. Yeah, yeah, their offense won't be able to keep up. I, I do think this is, an, I, this is like a 33 to like 20 game for me. Awesome, awesome. All right, dude, the semifinals. Let's freaking go. We've made it to the semifinals. Cincinnati, Alabama. Call me crazy. The lines moved to 14 points. Cincinnati plus 14. Lock it in. I love the plus 14. I'm not going to obviously bet on Cincinnati um, straight up. I do. I will say if you are a betting person, Cincinnati is going to keep this game close. Alabama has not been impressive. They were against Georgia, but whatever. They they were against Georgia. They did show that Georgia did. they, They showed that Georgia had some weaknesses on the defensive end. Um, and it was the first real team that Georgia had played in, honestly, since week number one. Well, also, um, everybody, don't forget, Cincinnati's playing for the right to have a K in their name. And I don't think that's going to – I think that's going to be motivation. I really do. 
Not even the national title, because fuck the national title. That's all political. Cincinnati Bearcats with a K is their motivation. They deserve the K if they cover for us. Yes, I would. I would give them. I would give them the K if they cover for us. Which obviously, if they lose by one score, absolutely get the K. They might get two Ks for that. Um, not sure yet. The Bearcats, baby. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be a great matchup. I also like the over fifty-seven and a half in this game because I think both offenses are going to score. Um, I do think Alabama wins this, sadly, but I do like... I could see um, it being like 41 to 30 or something. You know what I mean? Like that, and the over hits yeah. easy. I don't see it being a blowout, however. No, I don't. Um, Georgia-Michigan, baby. This is this is the game everybody's talking about. How's Georgia going to rebound with Stetson Bennett um, after they just got annihilated by the Alabama Crimson Tide and Bryce Young? Uh, I think... Uh, if you're a betting person, Michigan plus seven, I think they keep it. Even if Georgia wins, I think it's going to be a one-score game. I think I think this is going to be the ultimate. Whoever wins the line of scrimmage wins this game because both teams pride on winning the line of scrimmage, right? Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, like Aiden Hutchinson, I think is going to go. He's going to have to have a big game. I think uh, Ajabo is going to have to have a big game for them. I think Georgia's defense as a collective group has to get their head out of their ass from their secondary. Um, otherwise, they're going to get blown to bits again. Um, I think I also yeah. like the over 45 and a half. Call me crazy. Um, if there's anything in this game, I do love Michigan plus seven and a half and the over as well. Um, I would definitely put singles on both of those. Michigan, I think, could... And I'm going to say they could easily win this game. Out of both games, they're the underdog that I think could could win. They have the better chance, obviously. 2-3 is better than a 4-1. Yep. Um, yeah, Michigan, I think they will own the line of scrimmage. The only issue is that what tore apart Georgia's defense was the passing game more yep. so than the rushing game. I know, I know Alabama did run pretty effectively too, but the passing game tore them up. Michigan's running game is what their bread and butter is, and I think – that's what is going to create um, a okay. very close game for yeah, both of these Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right now, no explanation. Other, Just give me who's your national title winner. Oh, I hate saying it. I hate saying it. Um, you no, know, you know what? No, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm picking Michigan as my national title, title winner. All right, I'm picking the Georgia Bulldogs. There you guys have it. That is our college football roundup. Uh, awesome, awesome. If you guys have any questions, you know, hit us on our socials for that. Um, we do have NFL oh. still to discuss tonight. Oh, yeah. One one last quick thing about college football. You forgot about the most important game out of all of them. What? Coach O's beating K-State. Yeah, I do not care about that game. I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't care about it either, but I'm pretty sure they gave that game three days after. It's January 4th. That game is guaranteed just because it's Coach I would O's. I would pick LSU Moneyline because they're going to fix it because it's Coach O's sending away. Yes. Um, if you think anything else, the college football is just as fixed as anything else. But we will hop into NFL. We have plenty to talk about in the playoff landscape. We've only had one week, even though we pushed this episode back a little bit. For the New um, Year's special, by the way, guys, which we will be releasing next Tuesday as well. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Yes, we will be releasing Tuesdays moving forward just this week. Okay. Um, um I think big win. Uh, Bengals beat the Ravens. That's a huge win for them. Uh, I also think the Bills beat the Patriots. That's a huge win as well. Uh, what else? Yes. Go ahead. 
Um, Miami is proving to everyone that they are a decent team. Still a very soft schedule. Still a very soft yep. schedule right now. It's very, very soft schedule. Um, Saints are a better team than they've mainly played this whole time. Yeah. Um, but, but the I Miami say, defense might be for real, though. I will say that. Am I? Oh, defense? Their, their defense is very solid. Won yeah. me a fantasy matchup this week. I'm just going to run down the AFC really quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, KC's going to win the one seed. Yeah, obviously. Hottest team in Tennessee, the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee's going to win the number two seed yep. just based off record, everything like that. But I, think I don't know. I think the Colts could still win that. The Titans aren't that looking that good down the road. I'm just saying. Um, well, they had a big win against the 49ers last week. Yeah, true. Um, Cincinnati, I do think, with the advantage that they have right now, the Ravens are struggling mightily, have like five straight losses. Yep. Um, or four, four, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Bengals are going to take that. I do think one through five, mm-hmm. actually one through six, I think is set. Yeah. In stone. Yep. Um, in the AFC, I do not, however, think the Dolphins sadly end up pulling this out. I think they lose this game to Tennessee, and then I think they lose. Yeah, their the schedule, their schedule toughens up down the stretch um, here, so I don't think so. Yeah. And sadly enough, I don't think the Steelers squeak in uh, Big Ben's last game in Hyde's Field. He's pretty much confirmed it. So if you want to watch a piece of uh, history and end of an era, go ahead and watch that Monday night. Um, hopefully, I think they'll beat the Browns because I think the NFL will fix it for Big Ben's last game. Um, and I'm okay with that because I'll bet them. Uh, they, they also play the Ravens last week. So the thing about the Steelers is that tie – yeah, I, it, you could say it helps them. You could say it hurts them. Whatever it may be, they beat the Browns. They're ahead of the Browns. Um, if, if the Steelers go nine seven and one, they have a legitimate shot to squeak into yes, the playoffs. They have to be. Well, here's the thing: if they beat the Browns and Ravens, they automatically knock them out. All they right. then need the Chargers to lose one of their last two games. Yep. To fall to nine and eight. Yep. Which the Chargers can. They're playing two teams that are fighting for playoff spots. The Colts need to take care of the Raiders this coming week. Yep. Um, and then the Dolphins are, could lose both games. So the Steelers have a chance, but I do think the Chargers are going to end up being the team that squeaks into that seven seed. All right, and that is the AFC wrap-up. In a much more clear NFC, let's just go through it real quick. Um, the Cowboys, well, the- they've won their division. Packers have won their division. Bucks have won their division. The Rams and Cardinals, the division isn't won, but they've both clinched a playoff spot. Yeah. So um, basically, teams such as New Orleans, Atlanta, and Washington are out. I think it's three teams fighting for two spots. The Eagles actually own the tiebreaker. I think for all these teams, and yeah, the Eagles, yeah. I could see squeaking in. The Eagles, I the, think, honestly, are the best team out of those three. Yes, that um, we're talking. And then about. the Niners and Vikings are kind of a toss-up. The Niners own a uh, own a game up on them, so I do think they could squeak in as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. Completely. I think that's about it. Aaron Rodgers is destined for the MVP. They're dude, the Mister Get High all the time and get triple high at halftime is not only going to win the MVP. He's going to do this for stoners everywhere. He, I mean, this and is this is his I w- this is his campaign for stoners. This is it. He's going to win. He's going to win a Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. I kind of hope he comes to the Steelers next year. Uh, I would be very about it because we need a quarterback. Uh, I might lace up and put my pads on. I can do it. I'm just saying. So, so would have made the league, but like uh, drinking, you know? Uh, that and the fact that I'm vertically challenged just a tiny bit. I would not see over the offensive line. Yeah. And uh, to, to end things off, we want to say, Phil and I want to say a big thank you to Big Ben for his career with the Steelers. Yep. More than likely his last game this Monday night. Yep. Um, at home. At yep. home, that is. Yeah. 
Um, um, I but- also want to give the uh, viewers, uh, thank you guys for listening. We have a few big things. I know me and Noah have been saying this for a month, but this kind of thing takes time. We have a few big things coming up for you guys, so please just stay tuned. Get your friends on board. We're, we're going to have a couple big interviews coming up. You guys are going to be excited. Noah, go ahead and close us out. I will say let's ride this gravy train, but Noah, close us out, man. Thank you guys once again for listening in to another episode of Sticky Sports Side. Have a happy new year. We hope you had a great Christmas, great holiday. Um, okay, stop on this gravy train, baby. Peace.